welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis, and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Alrighty. Welcome back, everybody. Another mini so Many, many, many. Full of spoilers. All the spoilers. Stop listening if you've not read through A Court of Silver Flames. Yes. That's your morning. Now we carry on. Mm-hmm. This week's topic, our favorite number two, although I actually maybe shouldn't say that because we do have another favorite number two. <laughs> One of our favorite number twos, Amrin. Yes. We're going to talk about Amrin this week. Um, High level. Okay. So let's talk about who Amrin is. Amrin is the second of mm-hmm. the night court. She is our little badass who is snarky and sarcastic we love her and we probably know the least about her we do know the least about her <laughs> this is true okay so origin story what do we know well we know she was in the prison for yes. millennia millennia she is old af old af we know <laughs> she is from another world dimension yes. something to that effect yes go listen to our mass multiverse episode if you would like our theory yes <laughs> Um, we know that, what else, like, old-wise? I mean, really, that's all we know. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely from another planet because she can read the Book of Breathings. Yes, well, and she said that, like, she came through some kind of portal. Right. And I also just think it's crazy that she escaped from the prison. She right. wasn't just in this prison for millennia. She escaped, and you're like... We have no idea how. How? Yep. We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love a little more information I on Amran. Um, and that kind of led her to Reese. Right. And something, I think it was in this bit of reading, or just sometime recently, I read something about Reese talking about Amarin, and he mentioned how she helped him control his powers. Mm-hmm. That was in this past reading. Was it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that that's maybe an interesting way of how she led up to being mm-hmm. his second. Yep. But let's talk Amarin relationships. Okay. So Amarin and Reese, mm-hmm. obviously, that number one, number two, helped him learn his powers. I love that she definitely, like, listens and respects him, mm-hmm. but he also fears her. Oh, yes. For <laughs> sure. I think that's just, like, a really funny dynamic between mm-hmm. the two of them. And we've talked about how, like, he never asks her the questions that mm-hmm. you'd probably ask everybody else, probably because he fears her and just yes. respects her and lets her just yes be and he buys her all the jewelry yes which we love she's a little drake just <laughs> keeps it all hoards it all i love it though um okay what about the rest of the inner circle um asriel just spies on her we yes about which that. she's like i wouldn't i wouldn't respect him or want him to be the spy master if he didn't spy on me i know i just love how matter of fact she is I she's know. like of course he's spying on me yes <laughs> but other than that i feel like her and as don't really have interactions no. Um, I do like how Cassian almost like looks out for her mm-hmm. in a way. Like when she is doing all this decoding in the book of breathing, he's like making sure she has food and right. that she has company. So there, there's a sweet relationship. I there. feel like he also tries to provoke her. Yes. Which cracks me <laughs> up. Like, cause I just think about when Moore and Amron were sitting out, um, 
just like watching him like yes. practice and he gets mad at her for not telling him that you know Reese was coming he's like why wouldn't you tell me she was like oh I was just I forgot and <laughs> and then he like picks on her and she basically is like I could take you down yep <laughs> something to that effect but he just he likes to provoke her which I think is so funny it really is and then speaking of more I feel like they there's definitely a respect there, but I love mm-hmm. how they kind of scheme together a little bit yeah. sometimes They're to girls. mess with the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the girls team. Yep. Um, and then Amran and Feyre. Yes. So I, I feel like they go through some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Like she, I know she tries to help Feyre by giving her the locket that will yes. supposedly get her out of the prison. So sneaky. Yeah. So she's looking out for her mm-hmm. and respects her. And I think, she kind of likes that Farah is also made and like of the yeah. different like she's not just a high fae. Yeah, I think that's definitely a connection point for them, that mm-hmm. otherworldliness. Right. Um, and then let's see, more relationships. Mm-hmm. Her and Varian. Mm. Started out as a fun little game of cat and mouse. Mm-hmm. And then they found love. Mm-hmm. Or as much love as Amron can give. True. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, she does. She chooses to come back and yeah. be with, you know, the night court. I know. So she clearly loves them. She does. I I really enjoy her and Varian's relationship, too, though, because it feels like Varian obviously is respectful of her. Right. But he's also, I think you can tell he's kind of, like, coaching her. Because I feel like I've read certain comments where it'll be like, maybe she, like, says something and he's just like, we've mm-hmm. talked about this. And then she, like, tries to rephrase what she said. So it's like... He's making her a better person. Yes. <laughs> Just makes me laugh. Um, and then Amron and Nesta. Woo. Yeah. Also a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Silver Flame, they're they kind of, not besties, but I well, feel like. more Akka War, they start oh, to become true. very close. Because mm-hmm. she's teaching Nesta how to, like, use her powers and connect with the cauldron. Right. And then Silver Flames, they are. Uh, not on good terms. No. Yeah. Which I just. They weren't on good terms because Nesta was essentially using Amran. Mm-hmm. And I just, I appreciate Amran's ability to be like, no, you're not going to use me? Bye. Yeah, done with that. No, thank exactly. you. Exactly. So she's like, not here to play around with that, which mm-hmm. I think is, I don't know. I just think it's really respectable. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we know that she drinks blood, at least before she becomes Haifei. Yes. Which was gross, but Mm -hmm. whatever. She prefers goat's blood. (laughs) Yes, that's true. She also enjoys puzzles, which I... (laughs) I love, and so random. I was like, me too, Amran. And she also, like, has lived in all sorts of different houses, and and she loves just, like, this little tiny apartment above, like, third floor kind of thing. Okay, wait. Is it... Is that what it is? Can I tell you what I've always pictured? Yeah. I've pictured a houseboat. A houseboat? I don't know where I got that image. What? I'm a, I don't know where I've gotten that image, but I've always pictured her on a houseboat. I swear. No, she lives like the second floor uh, <laughs> above like a restaurant or above like a something. Above why shop. did I think, why have I been picturing a houseboat? I have no idea. Hold on. Let me Google this. Amran houseboat. Did I miss something? I don't know did where you got else? that. Nope. No. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> But where does Amrin live? Where does Where does Amrin live? Akatar. Do do do. No, she just she has an apartment. Yeah. Like a second or third story apartment. It's Oh, there's an ad. 
is the top floor of a three-story building. Yeah. I don't know what is wrong in my brain. I, <laughs> I don't like, know. I like the houseboat vibe. I have no idea where this came from. I don't know. It's not in line with her vibe. I don't know why I've always pictured her. I don't know. On a houseboat. I mean, she says she's lived in other places. Like, she lived in some big, like, manor. And she lived yeah. in all different places. But she likes this apartment the best. Because yeah. there's nobody to spy on her. And yeah. she just keeps it sweltering hot with all of her, like jewelry on display i love that oh my gosh i'm still where did i get houseboat i don't know i don't know okay well i love that for her that also sounds really lovely Mm -hmm. um let's see her big thing in these books is really like translating the book of breathing right leading up to aka war where she essentially releases herself right because the only way we do know one thing about how she escaped the prison it's because she became trapped Mm -hmm. in a hyphae body yes and so she released herself. Everybody thought she died. Mm-hmm. And then they pull her out of the cauldron. Yes. And she's high fae, which was really exciting because I think to your I think to your point, like, she, she showed that she does really love him. Like, she chose. Mm-hmm. It was a choice for her to come back. It right. wasn't like she just was there. Mm-hmm. So it's just really sweet. I think it puts a different perspective on Amarin, who really comes across as, like, vain in some ways. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, she has that, like, soft side. To, yeah, you she know? does. Mm-hmm. So, I really like Amarin in that way. She is our, you know, we've talked through, like, friends casting in some ways. Mm-hmm. In some ways, I see you and Amarin. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a bad thing at no, all. I love Amarin. It's her directness and her just her attitude. Like, why, why are you doing this? Yes. I just, so I see pieces of you and her. Mm-hmm. But I love it. I don't know. Anything um, else on Amarin? I'm trying to think of anything else. We need more information. I know. We have lots of theories. Yes. But that's obviously not relevant in this yes. mini. One day. I know. One day we'll have answers. I really, I just, I hope that, I know the next book will not answer all of my questions, but I'm, I'm hopeful. I know. At least some. Some. And I'm also hoping the new Crescent City coming out. Yes. Might also answer some questions. Hopefully so. We'll see. Again, if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the Mass Multiverse Theory mm-hmm. episode. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of it on Amron. Yeah. Again, this isn't short, but we that's need all we more. know about that's her. That's all we know right now. We love her. Mm-hmm. We need to know more. Yes. Um, do you have any other like favorite Amron moments? Maybe um, we'll end on that. I think my favorite one is honestly when pharaoh walks into her apartment after they've gotten back from summer court and she's using the blood ruby <laughs> as a paperweight <laughs> that is it just it's so amarin it's so amarin so amarin i love i think maybe my favorite amarin moment is the first like big interaction mm-hmm. when she gives her the necklace yeah. and tells her that this is how i escaped and you have to give it back to me mm-hmm. and it wasn't it was not i just i love her unabashed cleverness and Mm -hmm. desire to just get it done she's like let's figure it out so (laughs) love her yep can't wait to learn more all right well we hope you guys enjoyed let us know what your favorite things about amarin are and if you have any fun amarin theories Mm. (laughs) bye bye Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. 
please rate, review, and subscribe and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at Fairies and Fangirls. Jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.